Hello and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how we deal with what it's throwing at us. I'm Ian, a learning and development nerd here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Passion's about communication, sharing what I find on my road to Zen. And I have to fix an egregious <laughs> mistake. Yes, it was brought to our attention by a, a wonderful lady I met at the park named Charlotte. You and I have gotten so excited <laughs> the last two episodes. One, about graduating. Two... Josh was, Josh here, was here, and yeah. normally we don't let guests distract us. No, we try not to, but Josh did. <laughs> he was passionate about that topic. Oh, he was ready to go <laughs> the minute he walked so. in the door. Yeah. Thank you, Charlotte, for reminding <laughs> me specifically. Angela. Hey, I'm Angela. For those that don't know, I am a grandma, mom, and business owner. I'm on the move. I wish I was stationary, but busy. So let's swap a little bit. I need to get my butt out of the seat a little bit more than I have the last little bit. Yeah. But taking on a new job, learning about the company, the culture. It's been an exciting week for you. I mean. Introduced myself in three different meetings already. So (laughs) it's it's been fun. Good for you. Thank you, Charlotte. I sincerely do mean that. And I I hope she knows. Because honestly, we did not know we had skipped over it. We were just excited. So you were at the park. For some reason, I thought you were at Quenchit. No, I was, okay. at, the, I was at the park. park. I had just left Quenchit because okay. my, my grandson comes to work with me sometimes yep. and he needed to go run around. So we left. He had preschool that day, but we left early to go hit the park before preschool. Okay. And I had a New Day podcast sticker on my water bottle and she came up and said, oh, I love that podcast. And when I started talking, she knew who I was. Okay. So, yeah, it was great. It was nice we to meet you, We bump into Charlotte. people yeah. all over the place. It's rant. Uh, you know, I love it because it's unexpected and it's kind of fun to hear feedback from people. I don't know. I'm getting ready to hit the road. Yeah, you are. With this job. I, I've got a couple trips, one out to California, then another one to be determined. I need to cover up the logo for my old company. I've got an awesome backpack. Oh. And I think I need to see if I can get a patch of some sort. Oh, I bet we could do that. And slap it on there. And I've had people ask if we have t-shirts we need to work on mm-hmm. merch that is going to be a mission yeah. for the next month we need to do stickers for the car because the stickers i have are not meant for vehicles we need to do something like that and we need some t-shirts maybe some meditation mats. that will be a june task now speaking of june we do want to throw out I, as i mentioned i will be on the move you're going to be even more on the move i am so on the move in june. angela <laughs> is going to be hitting the lake uh, lake powell might be the only trip we get into lake powell this year because the water is so low it's low. I think it is going to be insanely busy. Yeah, the weekend we go doesn't tend to usually be. That being said, I think everyone's trying to get their trips in before the lake gets too low to launch. We're going to be taking a few weeks off in June. Yes. Looking at the numbers from last year, it's actually probably the best choice we could make. It is. Everyone seemed to be ready to summer. We'd been locked up for a couple of months we at have. that point. This year, I think will be even more intense because, uh-huh. hey, yesterday I got to go do brunch with some of our listeners slash Ronan family. We're going to be doing more this summer where we're already having to kind of shift the dates. Summer is just a busy, busy time. It for is folks. a busy time. And finding a time that works for everyone is pretty much next to impossible. Ooh. Yeah. I had a few people that are like, well, what about this? Day? And I'm like, mm. July is super complex in Utah. Because we have two holidays. And sadly, the second one gets celebrated more than the first. It does. It's weird. So, what are we talking about this weekend? Um, curiosity. Now, you're probably asking yourself, why are we talking about curiosity? Quite frankly, it's one of the biggest reasons we started doing this show. Right. I, I like that. That's perfect. That's a perfect segue into why we're talking about curiosity. We had a lot of show ideas when we first started this. Yeah, and, and we still do. And none that. of it <laughs> was what we ended up doing. 
No, isn't that weird? Because when you and I started talking, some of the topics we came up with were... It was going to be a very dramatically different Not show. even kind of the same show. With curiosity, last week I talked about finishing up school, my bachelor's, yeah, and moving into other ventures. Mm-hmm. With you, talked about you weren't really looking to go into business for yourself. <laughs> it, you were doing this as a favor to a friend. Right. I, he, You know, I just happened to run into someone I used to work with forever ago. Hadn't seen him really in 15 years and stopped by, started talking to him. And here I am. A year later, I'm doing this. So curiosity by nature as human beings, we are curious individuals. It's Absolutely. written into our DNA, essentially. It is. And I read an interesting statistic that by the age of three, our curiosity kicks in. We're born with it, but at three, it really starts to peak and we start to wonder about the world around us. There's a lot of science behind curiosity. There is. It actually gets measured. Yeah. There are some fantastic TED Talks out there Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. The company that I've gone to work for, they are a technology company, a software company. They were kind of a, a spinoff idea gathered. I am still trying to absorb and, <laughs> and take in everything I can. Oh, I'm sure. One of their founding tenets, their values that mm. they live by is be curious. Do not be afraid to ask questions. And I love that. I think that's great that your company has that attitude because there are a lot out there that don't. In business, when I went through those entrepreneurship classes last summer, mm-hmm. one of the books that we got to read a segment out of is a startup. Mm-hmm. You're trying to solve a problem. Oh, absolutely. That's how you're also going to stay in business. Can can I, A, solve the problem? Mm-hmm. Do I solve it in maybe a, either a unique way or is this a whole new problem that nobody's really thought of before? Right. So you were curious about something, a topic, and you wanted to see if there was another way to go about it. And I like that. In school, that's how I find students are successful. You have uh-huh. a healthy curiosity about yeah. something. Granted, there's classes we all have to take that we're not as curious about. We always have that kernel of something we want to learn about. Mm-hmm. Now, the older we get, the less curious most of us tend to be. And see, I think I'm getting more curious, but that's my journey where I'm at. All of us have our own journey. There are a lot of us that don't do that. That's true. Most of us actually just get to a point where we're like, eh, we're complacent. We're okay with yeah. where we're at. Also, I think life tends to beat it out of you. A little bit. Oh, I can. I mean, I'm, I, I believe that 100%. When you were talking about students, I uh, came across an interesting quote by Albert Einstein. Maybe you came across it. He said, I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. Science, look at the scientific process. Mm-hmm. It is all driven by curiosity. Oh. Asking questions. Yeah. I mean, and if those people didn't, we would not have many of the advances we have today. I was Scrolling through my Instagram feed yesterday, it popped up that this week was all the graduates and the medical school. Mm. A lot of them are laboratory sciences. Oh, that's interesting. So the folks that go in and genetic test actually had a kid in my video class in the fall. He was doing uh, a double major and one of them was laboratory sciences. Oh, wow. I want to say it was like economics or business researches business. You have to be able to pay for it somehow. (laughs) True. We look at what's happened over the last year with, say, everybody's favorite topic, (laughs) COVID-19. The Rona. (laughs) We have had to learn about something that was a variation of something we already knew about. Right. It was different enough and had serious 
consequences yeah, to it. enough variants that it would became deadly. And now we're getting even more variants. And a lot of people are, are understandably worried because we are being curious about it and we're monitoring it, we're mm-hmm. paying attention to it. Hopefully we can stay on top of it. Well, exactly. And I think if you're not curious about it, I'm not saying there's something wrong with you, but I think you should be curious about it and it should propel you to look into facts about it and see what scientists have to say and found it fascinating. And I still find it fascinating to look at the whole scientific process of how they diagnosed it, how they came up with a vaccine for it, how they're finding that the variants are doing different things to our bodies, the antibodies. There's so much out there. And I think you should take that opportunity to learn more about it. Everything in life can be some form of that class, (laughs) communications research. I'm starting to get ideas on how I can take those skills Mm -hmm the iterative questioning process that Mm -hmm. you go through in science. This is me being critical. It wasn't well taught. The (laughs) the professor, the professor, she, she loves to do research. Mm -hmm. It was very clear. She did not like to teach about how to do it, or she expected you to be at the same level. She was. If you're a teacher, that's not going to happen. No, I look at the professors that over my, my five year process, the ones I enjoyed the most were the ones that were like, let me teach you and yeah. be curious about this. Be the ones that made you kind of dig in and, and discover right. Right. things. Those were the classes I always enjoyed the most. Well, and as a teacher, I feel like you should be drawing that curiosity out of your students. Absolutely. If, if you're not, I don't know that you're in the right field for you. If you're getting up there just to show how much you know, yeah, that's no. lecturing. Mm-hmm. Most of us. Mm-hmm. Do not learn that way. Now, there are some. Everybody's got their own learning style. Absolutely. Most adults I talk to, because I am a trainer by trade, I'm a training manager now. Yeah. I have to still do training, but yet I'm also trying to help develop a program. I'm looking at things like, how do we promote curiosity? How do we promote people doing things that either they're uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. because they don't know or pushing them to push themselves a little further. And and that's what, like I said, you should be doing as a teacher. If You should be drawing those students to want to get to your level, and they need to find their own way to that level through curiosity. Excuse me, I didn't say that very well. Through curiosity. What are some things you learned about yourself over the last year? About myself personally? Yes. Um, let's see. I learned that I have a high tolerance for teens. Not yesterday. Yesterday's the exception. <laughs> no, I learned that actually I have a real thirst for knowledge on many subjects. And I spend a significant amount of time trying to learn about those subjects. I have always had a passion for the paranormal and I've been investigating for years, but there's so much out there I don't know and didn't know. And I spent tons of time reading. I also discovered that I actually enjoy more than I thought I did (laughs) getting outdoors and just exploring, not necessarily having a destination in, in mind, but just walking around and exploring things and learning about things. And hey, I've never seen that kind of a plant. What kind of a plant is that? And why does it thrive here? And just different things like that. I, I could go off on like 15 different things. You probably meant something more deep, but no. that, that's where I was. And I mean, how often do we seek out different things through music, watching TV, seeking internet articles about things we want to learn about? I just think it's a natural part of human life. There is a difference between being curious mm-hmm. and exploring 
uh-huh. being open to new ideas, new ways of doing Absolutely. things, learning new skills. Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't think I'd learn the skills I learned this year, just learning how to sew trivial, but learning how to mix sodas and cater to customers the way I have. I've always been in customer service, but this year I have learned new skills and is running a business. It's not as easy as you think. Every type of business has its <laughs> oh. own intricacies. It, it has its own unique problems. There's general, yes, business has certain things. So right. like, am I making a profit? Well, Revenue does not necessarily <laughs> equal profit. Right. The cost of these straws is 10 cents cheaper than the cost of these straws. So I should probably start ordering those straws. Yeah, exactly. Part of that is curiosity. You know, I could just go in and just order what I need, or I could look around and find other avenues and other ways to bring in what I need through different means. In fact, we talked about that just before we started. Way to look at your curiosity too is is first identifying what you are curious about. Oh, and, and I'm sure you all have a list. And then how are you going to go about it? Right. That I think is just as important, if not more so, than what you're curious about. Oh, absolutely. We have had Chandler on that talks about his passions and right. in his alternating interests. And mm-hmm. at first he was kind of ashamed that he had yeah. jumped so much. I am in awe of it because he is somebody that just sits down, mm-hmm. watches a video or yeah. just plunks around mm-hmm. and absorbs the skill. I am more of a researcher where I will That's go in and true. look at it. That's true. I'm more of a hands-on. Hands-on by nature is how most of us uh, always learn. And And repetition. That's true. true. When you are investigating something, though, one thing that has become very abundantly clear to me, especially going through and getting an education, I used to be a person that very much discarded Mm. a degree. Okay. I was like, I've got plenty of experience. Uh, What more could a degree teach me? And I had somebody that really pushed hard Mm -hmm. pushed back on that notion and said, you don't, and until you go through it, you don't understand Mm -hmm. the process. And he's like, it's not so much the classes. It's not so much the piece of paper. He's like, yeah, that's the great end result, but it's what you learn going through this. Mm -hmm. One tenant that was really focused on, especially getting a humanities degree. Okay. Humanities is, yes, there are sciences to some of it, Mm-hmm. Uh, the social sciences, absolutely, if you will. Yeah. History, political science, things of that nature fall into more of a humanities area. But when you start looking at psychology of things, yeah, learning, understanding of things, uh, ethics is a part of the humanities, philosophy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Being open to examining something other than your own perspective Mm-hmm. or ideas. And that's where a lot of us really struggle. We have had many conversations about today. We have one of the most powerful research tools oh, absolutely. at our disposal through mm-hmm. the internet. And never in the history of mankind <laughs> has information been so accessible. No. Do you remember the days of an encyclopedia and you used to have to, now I'm going to be honest as someone that loves books, encyclopedias to me were loved them. I loved the smell of them. I loved opening up and opening them up and reading about things. And, but now all I have to do is type it in a search. I came from a family that didn't have a ton of money, so we didn't necessarily have all the encyclopedias around all the time. We bought them letter by letter. Isn't that a weird? 
That was the model. It was the model. That's how we did it. You, you had the guy that showed up <laughs> yeah. that sold your parents on it. Encyclopedia Britannica, World I, I Book. Th- yeah, I was going to say the World Book was <laughs> yeah, one we had. That was the other one. When you look at, we went from that to, I remember when Microsoft put out Encarta. Oh, Encarta was great. When and it first then came out. when internet became a thing, because you had all your encyclopedias on a DVD. Oh, yeah. And then when internet came to be, it started getting updates. I remember that was one of the first things ever <laughs> that would reach out and get an update and pull new information mm-hmm. in. Oh, yeah. I remember that, too. And it was like, holy cow, things are changing. I know. I've got new knowledge out there I can look up. And It, it was rather than buying the whole new encyclopedia set. And I remember going into the library. You showed up. Mm-hmm. There was the new set. So oh, each yeah. year you had a new set and Absolutely. then the old set would go down mm-hmm. and they always taught you, you know, you can go in and look at older ones, but we always recommend you go and look at the current ones to Correct. get the current information. <laughs> and it's weird to think that we just updated that information once a year. Yeah, it's not weird. Now it updates Daily, minute by minute. Hourly. Yeah, exactly. Life comes at us so fast in this day and age. Mm-hmm. When we are doing research, when we are looking at things. Not only do we look at the topic, but we need to look at opposing views. That's 100% true. And I was going to go into that. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> we have a confirmation bias. We Everybody the, does. The internet is the ultimate confirmation it bias. absolutely is. Because there's the algorithms out there mm-hmm. that figure out what you're looking for, what mm-hmm. you're looking at, and they're going to promote the best results to you. If you don't think that's happening. Oh, it's happening. I have my my little iPhone. Yeah. The big hullabaloo <laughs> over technology over the last couple of weeks was Apple pushed out that update where you can go in with a click of a button and mm-hmm. turn off tracking. Yeah. You want to guess how much things changed <laughs> on apps I was opening mm-hmm. as soon as I turned that off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a reason Facebook is pissed off right now. Well. There's a reason... But a lot of technology companies are freaking out. Advertising, marketing companies Mm -hmm. are freaking out because they depend on that information to tailor content to you to get you to either buy something or subscribe to something or to get things. How do you think Google and Maps get traffic updates? It's because they're tracking your phones. They know where you're at. They know where cars are stopped. They know where people aren't moving. It's, It's in everything. Absolutely. It's kind of interesting that Google's been a little bit more quiet and reserved about this because it is impacting their business. Of course it is. They're finding ways to go around it rather than whining about it. Yeah, I no longer, when I'm having a conversation with my husband about, hey, we're thinking of buying a side-by-side, I don't get advertisements popping up for side-by-sides on my stuff anymore. And it's interesting when it... Because it's funny because we can have just a conversation like we won't have done any searches, anything like that. We're just having a conversation. And sure enough, the second you open your phone, there's 10 ads for that thing that you were just talking about. If you're of the opinion, that's not how it works or Mm. no, no, I'm just (laughs) I'm right because that's what I'm finding. Right. I'm betting there's opposing views out there. I would really suggest you go out and actually do the research and look this up because it very much is a thing. It is, and I think it's honestly the cause of a lot of internet fights or keyboard warriors is when they're challenged their beliefs because they look at something different, it it upsets them and they get uncomfortable. I would love to say that I had not been that person in my past. I very much used to be that person. I I, 100% admit that. I'm actually 
kind of appalled at myself Me when too. I go back and look at previous behavior, mm. but that's how this stuff has all been curated to mm-hmm. promote Absolutely. behaviors in people. And we've just become what they wanted us to be. So as you're, as you're going down this journey of being curious, start thinking about what, what are your goals? What's the end result? What is it yeah. you're trying to achieve? Is it you are trying to get skills? Is it you're trying to get knowledge? Is it you are trying to help someone? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've done that, too. Uh, I looked at topics and been curious about how can I help this person? They're really struggling. What can I do? And it sends me down a road, which I absolutely love because I've gained that knowledge and I can now help them a little better than I could before. When you start also stretching yourself Mm -hmm. through this, it will be uncomfortable. Uh, It it is. Learning to be okay with the discomfort, learning Mm -hmm. to not be in that comfort space is where true growth really comes from. It does. And and I think that's the ultimate goal of us talking about curiosity is it, it's to help you grow, to, to promote that growth mindset that we've talked about. One of the biggest things that you can do to promote growth, mm-hmm. I would argue it's one of the toughest things a part of this journey mm-hmm. is asking others that are in the know for help. That's we are hard. very much raised to be self-sufficient. Yep. And not to need others. Knowledge. Not to admit you don't know something. I admit I don't know a lot. So I'll put that out there right now. Most of us could fill a thimble with what we really do know as opposed to what we don't know. But Absolutely. that's the reason by being curious, mm-hmm. we, we can fill that void. Well, and on the flip side of that, being curious can do amazing things to our brains. I read about a research study at the University of California where they took 19 participants and asked them 100 questions from dinosaurs to the Beatles, okay? They did an MRI on their brain while they were asking these questions and, and making these people be curious about the topics that they were asking the questions on. And the scans revealed that when participants were at their most curious, the parts of their brains administer gratification fired like crazy that that reward gratification was was triggered and it was a there was a boost in activity in the hippocampus dopamine levels went up also the part of the your body that uh, regulates your emotions and your memory went up it can do great things for you if you're open to it think about when you've learned something yeah what satisfaction do you take when you do something for the first time mm-hmm. and then each time as you get better oh i love it I looking like it. at i I have a friend that I, I've known for a long time. She has two teenage sons, and it's weird to think I've known them for most of their lives. I, I don't know the kids. I know her. Right. But watching them, they are both avid basketball fans and participants, mm-hmm. and that is all they have wanted to do their yeah. entire life. <laughs> and in watching their development from the very first time that they actually did a free throw and it went in. Oh, To now look, I can do a bunch in a row or, oh, now I can shoot a three pointer or I can. And watching her kids go through that development, watching my nieces and nephews Uh go through and excel at certain things like learning a foreign language. I am very envious of that. That's one area I want to try and stretch myself a little bit in the near future. It's something I've kind of dabbled in a little bit here and there, getting Mm -hmm. like Duolingo and, and learning through things. I want to put myself more has serious health benefits it helps keep your mind engaged and as we get older 
it helps keep our cognitive abilities. Right. Which, yeah, which it, was what I was saying with that study, the dopamine in the memory part of your brain engaged and fired and helped. It was a pleasurable experience. Write down what you're trying to do. And a lot of us have probably done an exercise where we brainstormed uh-huh. or mind mapped I think we all out have, what yeah. we're doing. I would encourage, whether it be a journal, I, a lot of folks I know are now, rather than doing paper, are starting to do online things. I, I have a friend that lives out of Evernote uh-huh. and, and right has now. for years. Yeah. I can do it. It's not my favorite thing. Actually, a lot of my stuff is in OneNote for school, mm. just so I could search through and, and grab things a little bit quicker. As as you do it, as long as you're committing it down there, I, yeah. I'm always an advocate. If you're doing it electronically, handwrite it. A lot of the apps now will capture your handwriting uh-huh. and take samples and start yeah. converting it into text if you'd like. When you're doing it to say it out loud, we've talked about the benefits of saying it out loud and being okay with it, applying confidence that you can do this. It, it helps build the habits, the mindset. It builds your, your confidence well, in yourself. When it just stays in your head, let's be honest, all of us have done that. The overthinking thing kicks in and it's, oh, that's stupid. I shouldn't do this or shouldn't do that. When you say it out loud, it doesn't sound as crazy as it did inside your head. I'm a proponent of that for sure. Even if I'm talking to myself in the car, it's fine. She does it all the time. I do actually. Do this too. Set reminders for yourself all over the uh-huh. place. How many of us have set, say, our the background on our phone yeah. to something to remind ourselves uh-huh. of what's important to us? I like to use dry erase markers and write on my yeah. mirrors oh, or post-it notes on walls. Yep. I have post-it notes all over the place. He does. I'm here at his house. Trust me. Setting reminders, committing ourselves to our path. And being open to the fact that you can do this and you are going to fail from time to time. Failure is always part of the process. In startups, yeah, fail hard, fail fast. That's 100% true. I'm a huge proponent of when something piques my curiosity enough that it has done it several times, I will write it down so that I don't forget that I wanted to learn more about that subject and I wanted to figure out something more about that subject. And it's actually kind of fun to go back at like the end of the week, the end of the month, whatever you set for yourself and say, oh yeah, I wanted to learn more about that. And then I actually forced myself to do it. You're going through those failures. I mentioned asking others. When you do that, when you engage others, you're actually setting yourself up so you're less likely mm-hmm. to... yeah have those those failures or at least as hard by learning from others i would much rather learn from somebody else's failures. granted sometimes our failures are the only way we're going to learn or, or learn the lesson well yeah i have a lot of people that learn that way very well why not make the process faster yeah agreed so you can move on to the next thing you're going to be curious about don't just do a one and done don't just let your initial failure be the, what defines you. Always look for those kernels. And we've talked about it in many forms of what can I take away from this experience? That's how we grow, evolve. That's how we solve for this curiosity that we have. Well, doesn't that remind you of the quote? He said, I didn't fail. I learned a hundred ways not to make a light bulb. Phrasing, phraseology, words matter. Words have mm-hmm. power. Yeah. I am a huge believer in that. Uh, it's something that I have to remind myself of constantly Yeah. when it comes to messaging, me being a strategic communications major. When we put things out into the world, your your word choice does matter. Now, you can't let it 
terrify you of, of people taking something without fail. Something you say is going to be taken in context. It's, it's going to be perverted into something it wasn't. Mm. If people are willing to have a discussion, great. We are not static people. As much as I would love to relish in the idea of, ha-ha, you know, I, I caught somebody <laughs> doing something and, and it proved me right. Yeah. People can and do change and evolve through their, their process. I know I am not the same person I was five years ago, 10 years ago, 15, certainly 20. Oh, uh, no, as, as not we've even gone kind through. of the same person. You, you've heard me talk about Gretchen Rubin. Yep. Written several books. Uh, she has a podcast, if you get a chance to listen to it, called Happier with her sister, Elizabeth Kraft. I enjoy listening to them. I, I feel bad because I don't get to listen as much as I would like to. They, they have phenomenal content. In fact, Liz, I don't know how she does it. She does two podcasts. Yeah. Gretchen has a book called The Four Tendencies. If you get a chance to read it, it's it's well worth a read. She breaks up personalities into different types. You can go to her website, GretchenRubin.com, take the four tendencies quiz. I am a questioner. I have tendencies in other areas, but strongly I'm a questioner. I'm always asking why. I, I always need to know. I kind of annoy some friends because when they tell me something, I'll keep pushing. Like I need to know why they feel that way. What's going on? What brought you to that? What? But I think that makes me a good listener too because I'm curious and I want to draw them out maybe change their mindset slightly I would be super curious to find out what other people are that listen I I think we would have a lot of questioners I think we also have a lot of rebels I can think of a couple off the top of my head I know we also have some upholders Mm -hmm. oh yeah that do it because (laughs) it's expected of them that the outside when you're curious though you're engaging others as you're going through this process The, the last thing I have is when you involve others, not only in helping them build your skills and, and mm. learning things from them, yeah. ask them to help hold you accountable through means that are useful to you. So as a questioner, yeah. my my accountability practice tends to be where I will put some stuff out publicly, but I very much keep a list. Lists are my way of keeping yeah. myself. I, I more so think I hold myself more accountable personally than I do publicly. I have a lot of friends that are not that way. No, that's they, true. They can, yeah, I, I want to do that. And they never follow through. But yet if somebody else is out there pushing them. Mm-hmm. So that's one reason I would encourage, go take that quiz so you understand uh-huh. a little bit more about your motivations and yep. what helps move you and move the needle for your curiosity to expand other areas. Yeah, I agree with that. Weekly challenge. Okay. Do write want- down. Yeah. Pretty sure you and I were heading in the same I direction. We here. <laughs> Uh, write down what are things you're curious about legitimately what are things you want to learn is is it a new skill yeah is is it bread making is it i want to figure out how i can get from point a to point b faster i'm talking the simplest curiosity to the most complex complex josh is learning how to play the guitar yeah i am super i'm curious to watch this (laughs) i i think it's gonna be a lot of fun we've talked to a lot of people that have a lot of fascinations And then start mind mapping out and and go through the process we talked about. Who are others that we can engage in this? Uh, Maybe you're going to have to make some adjustments to your inner circle with with getting other people and to help you move towards these goals. Is it you want to learn a foreign language? Is it you, for me right now, I'm learning about a new company, but I'm also like, I need to build up some more knowledge about stats so I can track things a little bit better because tracking for me is a big part of what I'm going to be doing, tracking people's progress through learning and development. When you're curious about stuff, I'm sure the minute you write down something you're curious about, somebody will pop into your head 
that you'll naturally want to go to to talk to about it. I know for me it does. Or or you'll identify a, a methodology or a way that exactly. you're going to do it. Exactly. And then involve others according to what helps you maintain accountability uh-huh. and move towards that goal. Yeah. So that's what we have for you this week. Keep in touch with us socials. Instagram is always the, the best, but we also post stuff on Facebook. Know that in yeah. June, it's going to be a little wonky with the schedule. Just yeah. we're, we're going to take a large chunk of it off. We'll we'll get exact dates out to you. Yeah. Just because we've got a lot going on I'll and still, so does everybody else. Exactly. And I'll still make sure we're active on social media, even though we won't be having new episodes. Give you some some touch back on some topics we've talked about that we want to hear more from you guys. We have a lot of shows out yeah, there. It's actually do. kind of crazy <laughs> to think how many we already have out. Yeah, uh, we're we're rapidly heading towards triple digits. I know that uh, crazy? by the end of the year. So that's what we have for you. Also, be yes. sure you hit subscribe on your platform of choice for listening. Get the updates. Coda very much wants you <laughs> to do this. Coda's a real proponent of that. He very much would like you to be sure you <laughs> tune in and listen to him every week, dogs. We want to say thank you again for thank being you. here, being part of our family. And if this would help anybody that you know, yeah, please share it out with those uh, and, and preach the gospel of the Newgate. Let's grow this family. We got this. As we grow yourselves. And Charlotte, it was nice meeting you. Thank you. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. <laughs>